Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you day after Franchise Tag Day. And so we're going to visit with Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, one of the best in the business. And we're going to get into a conversation toward the end of the interview about his book, Father of Mine. Comes out April twenty fifth. You can actually pre order it now, the ebook version for four ninety nine, and it is the concept and the premise is utterly fascinating. It is one of the most fascinating book pitches I haven't read it yet that I've descriptions that I've seen anywhere. And so we'll hit that in a moment too. Uh, Mr. Florio, good morning. Congrats on the book and thanks for being here. Thanks. Do you want to read it? I'll send you the manuscript. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Hundred percent. Yep. I'll, I'll give. I'll, I'll send you my. I'll send you my address on Twitter. Now, see, you said all that stuff. And no, I want it. it. And you got called on. No. Want to read it? No, I want it. No. Here's the awkward thing. I was like, oh, I'll send you my. I'll send you I'll instant. I was like, I'm gonna instant. Here's the pause. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I am you my address. I'm like, oh, I don't know. If Florio follows me on Twitter. That's good. This will get. I'll have to have Tom pass it on. Whatever. I'll get you my address. I want to read the book. It's about no, the no, mafia. It's an I'm in, bro. It's an ebook, so I'll just I'll just email it to you, and you can read the manuscript on your on your uh, however you read books on on your phone or your iPad or whatever. Oh yeah, I spend my. I'm not kidding. I spend a lot of my nights on my phone pretending that I'm looking at sports while I'm reading books while my wife talks to me because you know. Hashtag good husband. I'm in. Let's do it, Florio. Um, Let me tell you this, though. Let me just make this observation. I have a hard time reading books now. It is so much easier to read on your phone. You have the lighting. You can set the font size. It feels weird to read a book on your phone, but I strongly prefer that to actually holding a book in my hands. I hate to admit that because I'm that I have like I own a bunch of books. I have a stupid I have like a library in my house that I'll never be able to get rid of. And I started by reading ESPN or CBS Sports Stories, then the Atlantic or what. And you're right, it's I'm just we are I think trained now to consume information on our phones because it is so much more convenient. Absolutely. All right, let's get into this, Mike Florio. Yeah, Mike Florio on the show. All right, so Lamar Lamar Jackson, right? We know all the details. We've talked about it. For you, when you look at the options the Ravens had. What do you make of their decision-making and what you think follows? Well, look, if they truly are committed to keeping the guy long-term, truly and completely and unequivocally committed to Lamar Jackson, why wouldn't they have used the exclusive level of the franchise tag? It's $45 million this year, which is in line with the top of the market, $54 million next year, and it gives you two more years of Lamar Jackson plus an opportunity to try to work something out long-term. And it gives him the feeling that you really want him there. You go non-exclusive at $32.4 million. That's $13 million less 
if he doesn't sign a long-term contract. And frankly, I think he won't play for $32.4 million in 2023 if it gets to that point. And then you put him in a position where he has to go out to the open market and see if he can negotiate with a team an offer sheet that the Ravens would then either match or not match and accept two first-round picks as compensation. And the curious aspect of all this in the aftermath of the Ravens announcing that they were using the franchise tag, they didn't announce which one. It was reported non-exclusive, and it is non-exclusive. We get these rapid-fire reports that the Falcons aren't interested and the Panthers aren't interested and the Dolphins aren't interested. And what's weird about that, Bill, last week at the scouting combine, Panthers coach Frank Reich and Falcons coach GM Terry Fontenot both said, we're going to look at all options at quarterback. We're going to turn every stone. Reich said it would be malpractice to not do so. How are these teams slamming the door on Lamar Jackson before he's even approached the porch? They haven't even talked to him yet. So it's weird, it's strange, and I think these teams don't want to take this to the point where they've talked to him, they've negotiated with him, and he says, I want a five-year fully guaranteed contract. They're so determined to not do that, I think they've decided to not even start the conversation with him. Mike Florio, what is the difference, if there is one, between collusion among NFL owners and a general feeling among NFL owners they don't want Deshaun Watson's deal with the Browns and the $230 million guaranteed to be the new normal? Well, here's the difference. And here's the example I've been using. The difference is the owners get together four times a year. This is the equivalent of the CEO of McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, Subway, Taco Bell, Long John Silver's, Pizza Hut, and every other fast food restaurant or good food quickly, meeting four times a year to discuss their common business strategies, their common business interests, their common practices. The problem is when independent companies come together and set policies and agree to different ways that they're going to do things, that's collusion. That's an antitrust violation. And under the collective bargaining agreement, teams are authorized to sign players to fully guaranteed contracts. And if they're getting together four times a year, which they do, and they're having these conversations, and there's a way to do it where you can never prove it, and the value of face-to-face conversations, all you're left with is whatever someone's recollection may be if push comes to shove and they're put under oath. It's very easy to get the word out. And look at the aftermath last year and the blowback of the Deshaun Watson contract. Steve Bishotti, the owner of the Ravens, came out and said publicly, this is going to make it harder to do business. What more do you need? to prove that there's an effort among the teams to coordinate how they exercise their rights. And we don't want these fully guaranteed contracts. So that's the difference between collusion and coincidence. These owners get together four times a year, and they don't just sit around talking about baseball or the weather or whatever. They talk real business, and they talk about ways to advance their collective business interests. And this is one of the things that that we know came up last year. Mike Florio here on CBS Sports Radio. Mike, so all of that said, what you know, what you've reported, what you can can apply an educated guess to, what do you think the market will yield for Lamar Jackson as he tries to find another team to make an offer that the Ravens could then match? Well, here's here's the other problem, and I wrote this earlier this morning. Now more than ever, he needs an agent. Because if teams are not even going to try to talk to him to find out whether or not he would take something less than a five-year fully guaranteed Deshaun Watson deal, nothing's going to happen. There's not going to be an offer. There's not going to be negotiation. It's not going to occur. You need an experienced and competent and connected agent to get in touch with these coaches and general managers, someone that the coaches and GMs respect and will talk to, 
somebody who maybe do the agent a favor and feign interest to try to smoke someone out. You know, that happens, too. There's stuff that gets put out there that isn't necessarily true or it's embellished or there's side deals, there's back scratching. You need an agent to try to get that engine started for Lamar Jackson. So if something like that would happen, and I doubt that he's going to change his mind and, and uh, hire an agent, maybe we could see some progress made. Otherwise, it's just going to be whether or not somebody out there is secretly plotting to sign him to a five-year fully guaranteed contract. Because, see, with Lamar Jackson, you can't negotiate with him. You just have to show up with what he wants. There's no, and I think that's been his attitude. He's never said it because he doesn't talk about these things bluntly. But I, I think his belief is, and I think it's reasonable for somebody who doesn't understand how the nuances of negotiating these contracts work, it's reasonable for him to sit back and say, I'm an MVP. I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. This is what Deshaun Watson got. Why should I have to ask for it? Just give it to me. And if the commanders, that's the one team that I'm most intrigued by. If they decide to do something like that, then, then that would be the way it plays out. Commanders making the five-year fully guaranteed contract offer. Ravens don't match. Ravens get two first-round picks. And uh, Daniel Snyder has a franchise quarterback that he can install on his way out the door. The next owner is stuck with the bill. And he gives the, the – uh, League office and his soon-to-be former partners a giant middle finger as he exits for good. <laughs> I love it. Mike Florio on the show. Mike, I don't know the answer to this question, and so I'm glad you're here. What, what is Lamar Jackson saving himself? What, what is the fee that is typical to, for an NFL player to pay an agent? Is it 5%? Maximum is 3% under the CBA. There's been a push by the union Got in it. recent years to drive it down. Like. There's a default number on the standard representation agreement of like one and a half percent. Just to make sure players understand they've got some some flexibility. They don't just have to say, okay, I'll give you three percent of everything I earn. And some agents do it for one percent. Some do it for zero percent. So, um, yeah, there's there there is some real savings. And the problem is that money doesn't come out of the game checks. It doesn't come out of the signing bonus check. You got to pay that invoice once a year. And I think that number will, will make some guys say, well, what am I really paying for here? Look at this. I've got to pay 3% of my, of my $30 million salary, which is $900,000. i got to check $900,000 to this agent. For what? He sent a couple of emails. Right? How hard is that? I can do that. Because a lot of the players don't understand everything else a good agent does. I go all the way back to 2018, Bill, when Lamar Jackson was coming out in the draft. And people like Bill Poley were saying he should change positions. And other people were saying things about him. He had, no, he had nobody to be his advocate. He had nobody to be his defender. He had nobody to fight for him when the other agents behind the scenes were whispering about how Lamar Jackson isn't that good. Oh, by the way, draft my guy instead. And look at what happened late last season when there was this talk about Lamar Jackson not playing uh, when he could have played because of his injury. That's when you need an agent to call up the people in the media who are saying bad things about him. And to put the case out there of, hey, my guy hasn't gotten the financial reward that he has proven he deserves. Why should he play if he's less than 100%? The Ravens have yet to give him the contract that he has earned. He's not going to play. I've told him not to play. I've instructed him as his representative to not play until he gets his contract or until he's 100%. When you don't have an agent, you don't have that advocate that you need when you're dealing with other teams and when you're dealing with the media. Mike Florio dropping truth on the on the show. I have not covered the National Football League in probably nine years, 
and I still have a couple agents who randomly reach out with exactly what Mike is talking about, uh, just trying to, to spin for their clients. Mike, speaking of compensation, but but shifting gears to Aaron Rodgers, uh, we know it's been reported that the Jets brass got on a plane, I'm sure a fancy one, flew here to California where I'm hanging out to, to try and woo Aaron Rodgers. If Rodgers wants to be a Jet and the Jets go and try to get him, what does the compensation look like? What, what is it Green Bay will expect in return for Aaron Rodgers? Well, you know, I said this earlier today on our show, PFT Live, if we're going to do the Brett Favre career arc 15 years later, same owner, same CEO of the Packers, same owner of the Jets. Dust off the Favre trade, and uh, it was a fourth-round pick if he played less than 50% of the snaps in 2008. Third-round pick if he played between 50 and 70%. Second-round pick if he played more than 70 and only a first-round pick if he played like more than 80 and they made it to the Super Bowl. So just, just put the same one out there. Same, you know, they, they can't expect first-round pick or multiple first-round picks for a guy who may only play one more year. And you're going to be on the hook for $60 million for Aaron Rodgers. So I, I think it should be a very reasonable and, and relatively low amount because the Packers, by all appearances, are ready to move on. When Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the team, was asked last week about quarterbacks, he didn't say – we absolutely positively want Aaron Rodgers and we'll do everything to keep him. He said Jordan Love is absolutely ready to start, which I think tells us all we need to know. The fact that the meeting occurred with the Jets tells us all we need to know about which way this is heading. All right, talking to Mike Florio, listen to this book description. Book is called Father of Mine. It will be released April 25th, ebook for $4.99. Here's the description I've got. Father of Mine is a mob tale set in 1973, and it's inspired by the actual activities of the crew that ran his hometown in West Virginia and surrounding the community during those days. Uh, and it involves your dad working for this mob group as a bookie, a life he stumbled into because he was a gambler and eventually figured out the house always wins, so he became the house. Wow, man. I mean, that what a fascinating background. Why, why the book? Why now? Well, and the pandemic had a lot to do with it. There was a lot of sitting around doing nothing. You sprinkle in a little alcohol and uh, <laughs> maybe light up a cigar. And what happened was, you know, I, I write every day, and I write so much every day, and by tomorrow it doesn't mean anything. And, you, and I put a lot into what I do, but by tomorrow it doesn't mean anything. So it's like it'd be nice to write something that had a little more, you know, staying power. It's why I wrote Playmakers last year. Uh, it came out last March, uh, you know, but – that, 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 that doesn't have relevance beyond maybe a year or two. It's already stale in many respects. I just like the idea of crafting something that maybe once I'm dead and gone, which who knows, given this book, maybe sooner than expected, um, <laughs> the, 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 uh, you know, people can read it and people can enjoy it. That's ultimately what it comes down to me. That's why I wanted to do it this way with a low price point. I cut out the publisher because most of the money, what a shock. Most of the money in the publishing industry goes to the publisher. I've learned that over the past year. So keep the price point low. I don't care about the money. I know when people say that, they really do. I don't care about the money. I want people to read it and enjoy it. And my, my attitude is this, Bill. I've, I've discovered that I actually have a capacity to write these books. I've got others that are already done and that are going to be in the pipeline. I figure if I do enough, chances are that one of them won't suck. So, <laughs> you know, got it's it. like the old thing about if you put a bunch of monkeys in a room with typewriters, they'll eventually, like one of them will accidentally create something you know good that's i'm i'm the monkey and the typewriter and i'm just going to keep pounding away and maybe one of them will be good but i think this one is I, i'm not capable of being objective but i think it is i mean it's a hell of a topic i had a boss who i loved whose dad was a capitano for a major crime family 
and I never had the guts to just ask him, like, what was it like when the mob boss came to dinner? So I'll ask you, to what degree, in retrospect, were you aware of people that filtered and flittered in and out of your life who were, who were truly mobbed up? Oh, I was very aware of it. Now, look, I didn't ask any questions. I knew to keep my mouth shut. I knew it was something that I shouldn't know much about. But I remember there were nights where the boss would come with his driver, sitting in the back seat of the car, and Dad would go out and sit in the back seat of the car with him for what seemed like hours, but probably was just 15 minutes. When you're a little kid, 15 minutes feels like five hours. But I, I remember that vividly. I, uh, I have other recollections. And again, I, if I had known everything that I learned when I did research about what those folks actually did, I probably never would have set foot in my dad's bar because there really were some bad dudes. Now, my dad, again, was just the bookie. But there were some bad dudes connected to that crew, and uh, I, I, I have since learned that, and I have used some of the things that they did uh, as actual you know, things that happened in the book. Uh, last one for you, and I find it fascinating. The book is Father of Mine. Did you have to seek permission to, to write this, or did you just say to hell with it, these guys are old and hopefully they don't care? I think most of them are dead, and I, I, I can't. I, I assume the crew's dismantled. The guy who was in charge of it died in prison years ago. Um, and, and again, it's, it, there's, there's nothing that I'm using that falls under the category of omerta. I was never involved in it. It was just stuff that I picked up just, you know, being around and watching and, um, and stuff that I've since learned through the power of Google where you can find news stories and, and other things that, that really give me an idea now of things that I had no idea was happening when I was in the middle of it. Well, Tom's going to send you my email address, and I'm going to read it, and I'm excited about it. And as always, man, I love having you on the show. Whole conversation's phenomenal. I know it's Book a busy report. day. Thanks for I want proof. Book report. I mean, okay. aren't it's a link? Can't you just like track my computer? That's what I'm like. Oh, he'll know I stopped on page thirty. I'll no, have no, to no, finish. No, 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 no. It's a PDF. It's a PDF file. I'll send you the PDF file, and you can read it or not read it. It's up to you. I'm I'm on the road for. Five of the next eight weeks. So it's a perfect – send it my way. I'll be sitting at airports and hotels looking for something to do. I can't wait to read it. Well, here's what I tell everybody who reads it. I know you probably got to go, but let me just say this. I never want anyone to keep reading a book that they hate. That is the worst feeling in the world. And I hate it when I paid like 15 bucks for an (laughs) e-book, and I feel like I have to keep reading it. And, like, I I, I gave up on one recently, Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy, one of my favorite authors ever. He wrote No Country for Old Men. He wrote. Yeah, me, uh, me too. Yeah. And 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 I and Blood Meridian, I just can't. I got to the point where it's like, I'm sorry, Cormac, I can't do it. And I never want someone to keep reading something of mine if they just don't like it. It's up to the author to write something that keeps the 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 reader uh, engaged, entertained, and intrigued. It's always about getting them to go to the next page, the next page, the next page, and hopefully that's the experience you'll have. I mean, but I, I do have to go. But like that. Blood Meridian, I this is two or three years ago, pre pandemic, so longer. I love his work. I couldn't read it. I couldn't I don't know if it was too much darkness. I just couldn't couldn't I wanted to finish it. It's not long. What's happening. Yeah, I, me, the horse, I, I the got guy. Halfway through and it's like I have no idea what's happening. I'm all right. Well, I, I promise you I will only read the book if it's good, but it sounds phenomenal and I'm looking forward to getting it. And and as always, man, thanks for uh thanks for being on the show. All right, Bill. See you, pal. All right, Bill. All right, dude. Mike Florio crushing it. Father of Mine is the book. 
Love the insight. Buy or sell next year on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Bill, we're going to switch it up today. We normally start every single Buy or Sell in the NFL. We're not going to do that today. We're going to start with some hoops. Hoopier than everybody. Hoopier than everybody. Yesterday on 92.5 Altitude Sports Radio in Denver, Hall of Famer Charles Barkley weighed in on Kendrick Perkins' take on the MVP voting having a racial bias. You know, I always talk about ESPN disease. A lot of these guys, when they get on TV and stuff, they're like, well, I'm on ESPN. I got to say, I got to say some provocative. And you know the thing about you're always going to get some fools out there. You guys probably got some fools calling in agreeing with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that that's the thing that bothers me at times. Like, I can promise you this. I've never said anything on television just to get clicks. That don't mean I've been right or wrong, whatever. But I've never said something. I'm like, well, I know people going to react and go crazy. Let me say this. And this is what bothers me also. Man, race is such a touchy subject. Yeah. Because very few people have a pure heart is what I call it. We can talk about race as much as you want to, as long as you're going to be fair and honest. But to slander this man in this situation is just total BS. Barkley they're referring to Nikola Jokic. Bill, buy or sell you agree with Charles Barkley? Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Bye. Bye. Uh, race is an important topic, and too many people hear that there's a topic about race and just, just get angry or don't want to have the conversation. But for Kendrick Perkins to suggest that Nikola Jokic has been the MVP because white people are racist toward Giannis and Joel Embiid and other folks is, is wrong and ridiculous and not helpful. All right, Bill. Man, Bar- 
Barkley, can I say, Ryder, Barkley's so off. That's the other thing. The distinction between Barkley's authenticity and Kendrick Perkins, I think, clear phoniness and performative aspect to this whole thing. Whoever's right or wrong. You obviously know what I think. I just said it. But the authenticity of Barkley, man, is so refreshing and such a distinction from the other guy. All right, let's get to the NFL here, Bill. Yesterday, we discussed the rumors that surrounded Tom Brady possibly returning to play football next season, specifically for the Miami Dolphins. Brady himself seemed to put those rumors to bed yesterday, Bill. After the show, TB12 tweeted himself, quote, Anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the league has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter, end quote. Buy or sell Brady's tweet was enough for you to believe he's done playing in the NFL. I'll buy because I want to believe it. Are you, buy. Are, you, are you sold by the meow? By the meow reference there, Bogus, are you sold by the kitty cat? Case closed. Moving on. Next. Case That's- closed. He I- tweeted that, and the Dolphins told people yesterday, we're good with Tua. They go hand in hand. How many times have the Dolphins said we're good with Tua, though? Like, I, I don't know about that one. This one counts. But what I didn't really, I didn't He's know. He's being ki- sarcastic. <laughs> I didn't know kittens were that involved to care for. Like, I, That's I, I, a lot. I know puppies are a lot. I didn't realize kittens we were on get. that same level. Well, kittens like attack your feet and jump on your face. So when I, when Lori and I were first dating, I had a, I had a kitten, Ernie the cat. He's not like this anymore. And if you moved your toes even a little bit, it would jump on your toes and like bite them. It would hurt because I'm a great life partner. I used to move my toes where her toes were while she was sleeping, then move my foot, <laughs> and then Ernie would attack her toes. Good story. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. She knows she had other options, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm over I'm shocking. I'm there's a region about what a disease I am. I'm shockingly charming. It just kind of <laughs> creeps up on you. I'm shockingly charming. All right, let's stay in the NFL here, Bill. While Lamar Jackson was tagged yesterday, there was one quarterback who did get a multi-year deal. Daniel Jones and the Giants agreed to terms on a four-year deal that could be worth up to 160 million with 82 million guaranteed. The Giants, in turn, were then able to tag running back Saquon Barkley, who will now make just over $10 million for next season. Buy or sell yesterday was the best outcome possible for the New York Giants. Yeah, buy. I, buy. I, absolutely. And am I right in my reading of this, guys, that, that they're, they're committed to, bless you, they're committed to Daniel Jones for two years, basically? That's kind of the, the gist of the deal? Does that sound right? Um, yeah, it feels like they're all... Geno Smith, Derek Carr, they're all kind of similar in that after year two, after year three, you can get out yep. and the punishments are over. Right, let me ask you guys this question. I think it's the right decision. Right decision in the NFL doesn't mean it leads to success, right? Buy or sell Daniel Jones will be successful over the next two years. Can I ask you to define successful? The level he played at this past year plus 5% improvement minimum. And winning football. I'll say yes, but then he's at his ceiling. Bye. Okay. Tom, you look highly skeptical. I am, and I think it's a good deal for the Giants. I think it's good to bring Daniel Jones back. I just don't know how much more you can expect than what you got this season. I think Daniel Jones may already be at his ceiling, and clearly that's good enough to win a a playoff football game, so... 
I, I don't think he's going to get any better than he already is. The classic ah, sums up the Giants in general. <laughs> All right. All right, Bill, let's get You're not Jones in for more, Daniel. There it is. Sell. Whoa. Well, sell that I'm not Jones. I'm not, not the pun Whoa. itself. Sell oh. that I'm Jones in for more oh. Daniel. I kind of, I sort of respected it, even though I disagree. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> Finally sold one of these stupid. All right, let's make our way back to the NBA here, Bill. Another road game for the Golden State Warriors last night. And another loss. The Warriors lost to the Thunder 137 to 128. Golden State is now 7 and 25 on the road this season. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond all played big minutes last night in which the Thunder shot 53% from the floor and 46% from downtown. Buy or sell, you're convinced the Warriors will have everything figured out come playoff time. Can I can I play bo- can I be bogus? <sighs> Let me do my bogus one. <sighs> Define uh, everything figured out. They will have their road woes figured out come playoff time. Uh, what we should be talking about is because they're not going to be a, <laughs> they're not going to be a top four seed. It looks like as of right now, so they're going to have to win I'll, some road games. I'll buy because I think they're going to be good. Buy, bogus. Buy or sell my imitation of you. I'm going to sell it. Sell. Okay. Mm. Just because I don't think I was grumpy when I asked for the definition of success, I felt like I was imposing on you, but I didn't do the. Uh, What's the definition? I wasn't in well, it's in not any just way today. bothered it's by you. Trying to do like an overarch, you know, take like a seven-month timeline. Fine. <laughs> no. Bye. Whatever. Next, D-Cell. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I missed you. Are we all hanging out when I'm in New York? Are we doing this? No. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Do I need an agent Let's for these negotiations? <laughs> See what I tried to do there? Shockingly charming, yeah. as we can all tell. If you say so. All right, let's stay in there. Just... When does it kick in? <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> At the Rangers game. That's when you get to experience it. Who shoots? All right, Bill, let's stay in the NBA here with last night's win over the We're Grizz- not leaving? Uh, no, we're, we're staying... staying in the NBA. Sticking around. With last night's win over the Grizzlies, the Lakers are now have won six of their last eight, and at the moment, they're the ninth seed in the West. Good, show. good enough for a playing spot with their record of 32 <laughs> and 34 <laughs> on this season. Last <laughs> night, LA also retired. I'm trying to read a question over here. Yeah, well, when is it going to end? I like it. <laughs> I got about three more lines. You know what? Play the song. <laughs> Hit my button. Oh! You're going to use one already? Get it out of here. You're going to use one do it. already? Yeah, he did it. Do. Don't argue. Yep, you're bogeyed. All right. All yeah, right. Ask a six Next question. question. Next question. Moving on. Kevin Durant has played three games for the Suns thus far, and they've all been road wins. Katie will make his Suns home debut tonight against one of his former teams, the Oklahoma City Thunder. KD famously left the Thunder in the summer of 2016 to join the Warriors. Buy or Plus sell, famous. you think Thunder fans are still upset with Kevin Durant nearly seven years later? Uh, sell. I think, I think they're good. And, and Preston's done a nice job, which I was wrong on, on his sort of putting. 
You can't believe you used it on Can a Laker. I say, you I just spent, yelled Lakers show, and then well, I, I spent so much time on that Lakers question this morning. Too. Oh, then you did it right. Um, let me take it back. I buy Bogus could feel your emotions in a way I couldn't. You got nine left. You didn't want to use it on me making fun of you. No. <laughs> you just, well, that might have been man. some hangover. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Got it. I'll show these guys. They're going to get bogeyed. Getting bogeyed feels way worse than I thought it would, by the way. I, can I, I hear, really like that question. Can I hear it? Can I hear the bogeyed again? Yep, you're bogeyed. By the way, you can't argue. You can't be like, you, when he said, when he pulls a bogey, you just got to, you got to get bogeyed, bro. I really like that question. Well, why you, you should have been more succinct. There was a whole, there was a whole part of the <laughs> There was a whole part of the question I didn't even get to. That's the problem. All right. Let me finish up with another Los Angeles NBA question. Clippers owner Steve Ballmer spoke yesterday to the media on the site of the team's new upcoming arena. And while addressing the media, Ballmer got fired up about the arena's bathroom situation. Toilets! 1,160 toilets and urinals. Three times the NBA average number of toilets and urinals. We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. A lot of yelling about toilets there. My question to you, (laughs) buy or sell Steve Ballmer's enthusiasm about toilets? I mean, I'll buy it, but wouldn't it have been amazing if mid-rant about toilets, Bogus had just popped up and they just dropped, you got bogeyed, and Ballmer had to stop? We're taking this on the road now? Oh, yeah, it's Roadshow. I interviewed Ballmer once on on camera, on TV, when I was at FS1, and he came in, and and I had done a bunch of, I had done LeBron and and Dwight Howard and Harden and a a bunch of folks. Chris Paul, that went really well, a bunch of folks. And I didn't realize why I was so thrown during that interview for the first five minutes when I realized, and I'm not kidding, because he wasn't screaming. He was so calm, I didn't know how to, have you ever seen him in a clip where he's not screaming? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think that's worked well for him, maybe up until this point. I mean, I think Steve Ballmer is, is well-liked. Yeah, I, I liked him, but by yourself, that there's now a concern about that you doubt his enthusiasm on everything, given his enthusiasm for toilets. Bye. Right? And can I just share that this topic got very heated this morning on the DA show to the point where, to win an argument, I emailed the Clippers for more information about toilets and urinals in this new stadium arena. What do you need? What did you need to know? Who did you write? Do you write? Um, what's that guy's name? I wrote to a Dennis? gentleman named Curtis, and then Cooper, okay. whose last name I I do not want got to, because Dennis Dennis doesn't like me. Well, I, fi- I think Dennis might be the top guy, guy, and I smartly did yeah. not email him about bathroom questions. I went a few ticks down the list on the media contact yeah. profile. What are the bathroom questions we're trying to figure out at CBS Sports Radio? It's a really long story. Do you want, me to, do you want all the details? No, I just want – no, I don't. I want, like, a very short answer. Okay, so it, Steve Ballmer's excitement over toilets and urinals led to a very heated exchange about bathroom etiquette and when you should use the urinal or the stall – and I think erroneously, the argument began with the idea that Steve Ballmer was putting in more toilets because people were misusing the pre-existing toilets and arenas. So this was trying to solve that problem. Now you can totally go into it. You can totally go into a stall if you and need to. Do whatever you want, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. 
if you've made life choices that require you to do a number two at the public arena, then waiting's on you. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Manager Colin. But uh, the, the Clippers professionally responded to my request they with an info sheet. Yes. Wow. Yeah. With an info sheet. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All the facts you need to know about Intuit Dome. I don't know if I'm more surprised. Oh, so this wasn't specifically an info sheet just about the bathroom situation. No, he's he said, um, I attached our most up-to-date fact sheet that has some info on the bathrooms. This is the most info we have on the building as of now. Can I make a suggestion about why you got a response, other than the professionalism with which they're operating? And I'm supposed to have coffee with one of their people this week, and we'll see if he's going to blow me off or not. And I probably should stop saying that on the air. But if you're listening, big guy, text me back. Um, maybe they responded because no one cares about their basketball team. It's the first, They're just sitting in the office waiting for someone to ask them anything. Well, like my email was very apologetic Seriously. and humorous. Was so it? I was waiting for like a ha ha. You're ha. not funny though. How did you pull that off? Oh, well, maybe Somebody this. Else, who wrote it? Maybe this is the this is the issue because the the email response was very <laughs> matter of fact, like no mention of me apologizing in advance for bothering them with this. So maybe you're right. Maybe they're just waiting for anything. Sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. And you could have been like, yeah, talk to me. He did this from home. It came at it came at. 10.21 Eastern Time, which is 7.21 yeah. Pacific. So this gentleman's, before he has his Wheaties, is sending me bathroom info. Up and Adam. I used to think the expression up and Adam was the name Adam. But it's at them. Adam. Get at him. Not like Adam Klug. Love my Klug. Can I just, I can I just admit something right now? Please. You just yeah. blew my mind right there. I thought it was Adam. Right. Up and at, at them? At hyphen mm, You're like apostrophe them. E-M. Up and at them. You're, getting, yeah, you're up hyphen? and at yeah. them. I thought it was Adam. Yeah. I thought it was. Wow. All right. You learn something new every day. Makes sense because you could be like up and at them being Adam and Eve. Like up and the first first person on of all time. Like I'm the first one up. I get where the confusion could sink in. I can't use that phrase anymore. Now it, everything's changed hey, for a- me. Adam. You, the world's a magical place, and it shifts on its axis sometimes. <laughs> Did you only use it with people named Adam? No, I used it with everyone. I just thought everyone knew that, you know, up and Adam. All the Larrys and all the Bills and all the Andrews <laughs> were <it>. confused. <laughs> Are you going to change it to Up and Tom? Hey, I'm going to get Up and Tom. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could just plug in any name. <laughs> sure. What did you think it Do meant? It. I don't know how, where it originated from, but I thought the phrase was Up and Adam. Like, I don't know. The first person to say it was named Adam? I don't know. <laughs> I don't up and know. Adam, good night to Eve. <laughs> the, two, the two expressions. We had a lot. We had a, we got boogied. We got, we got a lot going on. Right. What other thing we insert names instead of the actual word in? Yeah. We're, we're as thick man. as Steve's? Is that, is that tricky? You, you know what? I'm starving. I'm not steving, right? <laughs> oh, man. I'm so hungry. I'm steving. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about now? We have no time. I was going to say something I thought borderline profound about John Morant and uh, Joe Mixon. I'll try in the 30 seconds we have. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update from the toilet detective himself, Andrew Bogus. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here on the program. Yesterday, as the show was, I think, coming to an end, the Joe Mixon incident, if you missed this, Joe Mixon initially reports of gunfire being heard at his home in Ohio. Police showed up. And then yesterday, as the show was coming to an end, a little more reporting from, from TMZ Sports. Um, reportedly, there was a juvenile who was injured at the home. The police, according to a reporter on the scene, tried to enter and eventually did and were there for a couple hours. No arrests have been made, and there's no indication who injured the juvenile. And the implication being, but not the explicit reporting saying that the juvenile was injured in a gun incident, given the fact there were gunshots is the initial reason for police to show up. Okay. Joe Mixon also, remember, was accused recently of, I believe, brandishing, and I believe accused of actually pointing a gun at a person, and those charges were not dismissed. They just, they weren't, they can, they can be revisited, but no charges were brought. That was the decision in February. My point is this, for John Morant, as we wait for the possibility of a long suspension, as we come off of the later, the Pacers, the Pacers, personnel thought was a gun. We come off the Washington Post finding documentation from police of accusations, not once, but two different instances where John Moran is accused by different people, a juvenile at his home and a security guard at the mall, of having a weapon and being threatening. And where we obviously have John Moran after a game in Denver brandishing on his own IG Live what's, what looks like a gun. I don't know if it's a... It looks like a gun. At, right? It looks like a gun. And now he's away from the team and waits suspension and the CBA allows that. You're not allowed to have a gun in, on, on team premises. It's bad. Here is, I think, my hope that whatever the punishment is or isn't, and whoever is or isn't reaching John Morant, and whatever he's thinking, that he can find a way to turn a different path. The Joe Mixon story is a reminder that people tend not to change. Remember, Joe Mixon punched a woman when he was at Oklahoma. It was caught on video, and I've been pretty consistent saying, he's the example I go to when I say, some things shouldn't have second chances. Some guys don't belong in professional sports. It's a certainty for me on Mixon. And this later news is a reminder of when you give guys a whole bunch of money and there's no consequences in the world and you're talented, behavior rarely changes. John Morant hasn't done that that we know of, right? He's an accused of that kind of thing, not, that, not violence. But these are warning signs. And, and the person, I hope, who, who is able to heed them, maybe look to, to, to Joe Mixon and what's going on there, and we'll see how, where that, how that develops, is John Morant. If you don't change your behavior your behavior will eventually change your life in a way that's not good in this kind of situation. And I'm told, I've never experienced it, but I imagine it's very easy to have a reality distortion field around you when you are a massively compensated, highly compensated and talented running back or point guard. When you are surrounded by people who want to be part of that shine 
and part of that world and part of that reality. I've had former NBA players tell me that the hardest thing to do, I mean, some guys are just like random guys, is, is retiring because all of a sudden the world doesn't revolve around you and you're not part of that intoxicating sense that everything you do matters, every door opens, every club is open to you, all of that. And so there are going to be sycophants who are going to want to stay in that world of the Mixons and the Morants and everybody, all these guys. I hope John Morant can figure that out and make better decisions because the real issue for Memphis in the NBA beyond just what John Moran has or hasn't done or what they can or can't prove, is the fact that often these patterns of behavior are not anomalies, and they point to big problems down the road. I think the Mixon story is a potential reminder of that, and it's just a reality. I, I, I like John Moran from a distance. I don't know him, right, obviously, but I love the way that he plays, and I'm rooting for the young man, and I hope he figures it out. People get second chances, and you get a lot more than that if you're really good at something. But those run out. It's not a euphemism for forever, and sometimes that's a mistake I think people make. Rooting for John Morant, really hope, really hope he can make better decisions. Uh, thank you to Mike Florio for being on the show today. Great interview as always. If you missed it, if you missed any part of the show, we've got a podcast version. We'll tweet it out on Twitter. You can get it on the free Odyssey app. It's all over the place. Just search Rider Than You. Uh, Florio is awesome. He's got a book coming out, coming out about his dad, who was a, a bookmaker for the mob. Fascinating. Uh, thank you to Andrew Bogish. Dropping a You Got Bogeyed. Thanks to me. I just want to thank myself for the great imitation of Andrew. I thought it was excellent. Thanks to D-Cell, and thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 